everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Andrew Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Yeah, Todd, how we doing? Coming back for another show. Our oh. good buddy Quinn. Greetings. And, yes, Quinn, you're a Dodger fan, right? Absolutely. I believe blue. Good season, right? Oh, the best yes. ever. The best ever. 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 Did I, did I, did I say it like that? Jeez. Sorry. The best ever. Best ever. <laughs> I believe blue. You know those those pink uh, Dodger hats? Have you seen those? Oh, no. Really? Well, I mean, I think every team has... has Is it somehow breast cancer related? Probably. Because that sucks. Because, really? like... Wait, well, wait. No, no. Whoa. Breast cancer sucks, right? Okay. It's yeah. A, yes, but, yes. Okay, but as a man, do we have anyone looking out for us? Is anybody looking out for prostate cancer? <clears throat> I'm talking... What, tes- color, what color would you use? I'm talking though? testicular. Blue for blue and I'm th- balls. I'm thinking blue balls, yes. <laughs> I'm thinking blue balls. we we got to have something for yeah, us. Yeah. Something's got to be for us, by us, like FUBU. All, all, all right? <laughs> all of our microphones have uh, blue coverings. Well, I'm I'm just saying, you know, the whole women <laughs> women with your whole cancer, yeah. breast cancer awareness month, just give me a week. Ball, ball cancer awareness week. You know? <laughs> just come on, man. We have let's John Kruk out there talking about it. Let's make things fair. Kruk. So the, the Dodgers having a great year. Yes. You know, and for us, a show based out of Los Angeles, like every podcast, uh, the Dodgers have been a really exciting team to watch this year. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was watching a game and, uh, and I was noting... I was watching the players on the field. I think they were playing uh, the New York Yankees. And one of the pitchers on the Yankees, he had like dip in his mouth while he was playing, right? Oh. He had like a mouthful of dip. So he was like, you know, he's doing that during, mm. during the show. And I was like, wow, isn't that weird? Like the fact that the Major League Baseball still allows people right. to go <laughs> out there and be literally have a big wad of dip in their mouth. They're trying to be, fam- you know, family friendly, <laughs> the whole, especially baseball above all other well, Thanks. it's really like, you know, it'd be like a basketball player smoking on the bench. You know, you're you're getting your little Nick fit. Like Vlade Divac. Yeah, dude, he, he smoked. <laughs> that guy's a chimney. Yeah, Vlade was awesome. <laughs> the biggest flopper, just, oh, uh, The best white basketball player ever. Vlade. I was so happy he retired a Laker. That, that, yeah, that was awesome. But so, you know, so I'm watching the game, and then I start, when you once you kind of you know, break the seal on that, you realize that oh, like half the guys on the field are doing chewing tobacco. Yeah, right. And it, if they're sitting there smoking cigars or if they had like cigarettes in their mouth where they're leading off from first base. It'd be shunned. People would freak out. Right. But I'm watching Juan Uribe on the Dodgers and uh, and I'm and so, and so I'm going to... Uh, he inspired me because Mm-mm. Major League Baseball is so influential in my life and that there's such big-time role models that immediately watching Juan Uribe, who literally has a wad the size of a golf ball in his mouth of chewing tobacco while he right. goes up, right. and he's just spitting this shit all over the place, that I thought, man, I want some Red Man. And now, I have never done chewing tobacco before. I've, ha- I've had a dip before in my life, a little bit of dip, but that's kind of finely cut stuff. A little, little dip You know, it. this is radio, so you could actually have gotten some Big League Chew instead, but, uh, no. but Buck is documenting it. So I'm, we're, I'm we're, taking this down. We're going to film this and put it on the set. <laughs> I'm going to try to do a show where I chew tobacco while doing the show. So you can watch. This is a visual bit. We, we're going to have a video up at faroutpodcast.com on this show. Right. And so I'm taking... It's about 110 degrees in here, too, so if, if he gets sick, it's going to be really nasty. In well, here. the red man will pack a punch. I mean, that shit, it, that's a buzz. Here we go. So yeah. you're going to be buzzing oh, from from now wow, on. Wow, that was a that's big... that's some nasty shit. 
That was a big. Oh my god! See, I, that's I, one Uribe stop. But I, you know what this is? This oh, makes you more of a man. Crap. You're more of a man yeah. right now because you're eating the red man. And look at this Indian guy in here. Nothing right, right. wrong about having a Native American selling <laughs> this product. Huh? Damn right. Oh, well, you know wow. what? It tastes like tastes like a like wow. Tastes like a date. Like, a, like you ever have like a date like or, like a fig? <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, no. I'm watching one Uribe chew this. Now shit. you're supposed to spit. At some point. <laughs> I gotta work it up. I gotta get, get going. Yeah. Um, it's gotta out. enter his bloodstream got first. Fucking cotton mouth. Oh, wow. What's going on? I'd have been spitting already. You know, my, uh, my, my, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. My dad likes to tell this story about when he was a kid. Um, he, you know, has, had all these uncles that, uh, that, uh, chewed tobacco and he wanted to try it once. So he said to his uncle, you know, can I have some? He's like probably seven at the time. Yeah. So my uncle, being a badass, goes, uh, sure, kid, have some. Chew yeah. gives my dad some and and he immediately loses his lunch. vomited yeah, yeah threw up all over the place if you're if if you're drunk you're not that drunk you've only had about what you've had one beer six or seven but uh, <laughs> if you're drunk doing that shit immediately if you're not used to it bam you will puke that's what it's for mm. yeah so it's I, like epicac I'm, I'm gonna try to do this show here it, with, may, it may affect my speaking yeah you're doing yeah. the whole show with the chew <laughs> with the chew but this goes out to Juan Uribe. And Major League Baseball for having such a good example for children. The, right. the Chew, isn't that a show on, on ABC about cooking? It, it, this should be what The Chew is about. Yeah. <laughs> Just me sitting here doing a little chop. There you go. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell this story that happened the other day, and you guys can judge me or not judge me. My we will. Wa- my wife and I. My wife. My wife and I, we went out the other day. Okay, I can't do this. Yeah, this is disgusting, <laughs> dude. Wow, you lasted how long? I'll <laughs> oh, time it on the show, but plus like this three sounds minutes. like audio-wise, this sounds like a very yeah. bad porno. You spitting? Ah, All the listeners are, are the ones that are going to get sick. I'm trying to get it from beneath my teeth. Oh, oh. god! But I mean, don't do this. Oh, do you feel? Needs to go do you away. feel more manly? Because it is a very manly drug. You don't see women doing this. Women don't spit. Do they, they? they do it in private. Do women chew tobacco? Annie Oakley? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> this, is, this is a primal male thing. Yeah. Just chewing, chewing tobacco straight up. And any woman worth keeping is doing this, I feel. Really? Yeah. It's also a thing of the past, I think. That being said, yeah. <laughs> that being said, Sarah, you said a woman worth keeping. That being said, Sarah chews tobacco. She chews red <laughs> man. I mean, you're married to her. She's more of a camel snooze kind of girl. Oh, like nice. she likes the minty flavor. Uh. I, I uh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I'm not. Uh... Oh, what? I don't know. Oh, there we so, go. <laughs> Todd's making obscene gestures to me. No, so I, I'm, I, I think he's coming on to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this red man's having an effect. <laughs> yeah, it's it, made me love men. So, uh, my wife and I the other day we go to we go to have like a nice. Uh, I got I got a, I had like a half day off work, so we go to eat some Mexican food at our this place called Lola's, one of my favorite <laughs> Mexican food places in Long Her Beach. Name was Lola. Nice, and we had. Uh, we had a we had a few beers. It was like half off beers for happy hours. So we had some beers and some tacos, and you know, really enjoyed ourselves. And then I wanted to get back home to watch the Raiders preseason game <laughs> with their playing. So you know, preseason game was at seven. So you know, we had our beers. I got home, and as 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 uh, we're, we're we're coming home, uh, my wife said, "Hi, gee, I gotta go to the bathroom." <laughs> and I was like, "I gotta go to the bathroom too," because we both had a couple drinks, you know. We were sober enough to drive home, but we had a couple beers. And you that's, know? A, that's a conversation you only have after the marriage. 
I have to go to the bathroom real bad. Oh, I do too. Oh, Jesus Christ, me too. And the woman, the woman always wins. Bowel movements. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. I have IBS. One of you (laughs) takes the toilet, the other takes the shower. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I don't know what kind of party you're throwing in your life, Quinn. I like that. If you're drinking, you know who cares. That's what it is. So you're gonna piss in my shower at some point, Quinn? (laughs) Sure. Why not? I don't think we're gonna ask you back if that's your move. (laughs) Oh, having a good time, Quinn. Just wheeze in my shower. Piss outside, you know. And just to bring it up again. I did not leave that shit stain in your toilet that one time. That was not me. That was that was the other guest. That was Adam? That was Adam. That Jury's was Adam. still out. Jury's still out. Who, who fucking left the it's Hanukkah a, present in my a, toilet? It's a mystery, but I did not do it. It was not me. So the wife and I, we get home. <laughs> I still think you shit up the bathroom. Yeah. I just like that Hanukkah present. Yeah. That's good. So my wife and I, my wife, we get home and like, you know, you do that thing where you rush to the door because you got to pee. And so then for a woman, because they have lady parts, which are different than boy parts, so it takes them longer to pee. Please explain. Yes. <laughs> so we get home huh? and I'm like, I mean, I got to go. So I run into my in, into the backyard right here and I decided, hey, I'm a fucking homeowner, I can whiz on my lawn whenever I like. So I whip it out and I and I start getting a real good, good pee going. Just right. A nice racehorse piss, right? And now the dog's really excited because we just got home. And now when the dog... Oh, you can hear him. Like on cue. Yeah, he comes over. And so Furry Murray, who's very furry, is running around the backyard. And so he starts doing donuts around me while I'm peeing. Oh, God. And so then as I'm peeing, I just completely whizzed all over the dog's back. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. And... Oh, what do we got? (laughs) Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. Hot. You guys must be so... It's hot. I'm trying not to sweat. <laughs> my wife is here. Thank you. Yeah. My wife lived through this. She's now on the show. You want to say hi to the audience? <laughs> no. What I want to say is I'm going to go run some errands. So this guy. Murray. Here. Okay. Murray's in the. Okay. And can you see if I can help you with the carpet? Yes. Yes. I love you, honey. Love you too. Why do you, why do you sound pissed off? We need to take know. up some carpet. I love you, honey. I love you too. Have fun. All right. Should I leave this open? Sure. Yeah, Murray yeah, yeah. Murray will walk in and out. This is like that time this is like that time poor man left Loveline. <laughs> Didn't come back for three months. So I end up like whizzing all over the dog. Like his the back of his fur is matted and he's completely wet. Like he got hosed down by my whiz. <laughs> so my wife gets, and then the dog runs inside the house, <laughs> and then my my wife gets out of the bathroom. Is like, okay, Todd, you can use the bathroom, and then she's like, what happened to the dog? Why is the dog wet? <laughs> we had just bathed him like the day before. She's like, why is the dog wet? And I was like, um, I don't know. <laughs> like anything, like when you're a married guy, so you you lose the ability to lie whatsoever. I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, well, what happened? And I said, well, Murray turned on the hose. And she's like, I'm not buying that, you know? And I was like, all right, I pissed on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, that's horrible. Why did what? you piss on the dog? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was peeing, and the dog ran and did donuts around me while I was peeing and, and, and had a little, you know, golden shower line play. Of, mm-hmm. Line of fire. He was line of fire. He, he was casualty. 
not my fucking fault. Yeah. It was the dog. The dog saw what I was doing. And also, the dog doesn't mind. <laughs> you know, it's right. not like he's going, ugh, this is gross. Right. He's just like, I got wet. Big deal. He's, he's happy he's getting a golden shower from his uh, from his pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a big moment. Yeah, you know. It's a big moment in someone's he life. He was probably honored because you you marked your territory. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. his, you're his master. So he's like, that's right. I'm his I'm To them, you're in his different than to yeah. us. <laughs> right. To them, it's like, oh, hey. Oh, someone pissed here. Oh, I can't Todd, go here now. Todd showed me his love. Yeah. Now, uh, explain this to my wife. <laughs> well, bring her back. <laughs> right. I don't think that would happen. So I piss all over the dog, and then the dog's running around the house now, like, <laughs> like stinking of urine and IPA beer. Nice. So my wife's like, you need, because when you have a wife, you need to do things. It's always like, you need to put the dog. No fucking shower right now and clean his ass. So I look at the dog. I'm like, sorry, bro. Like this is your undoing because he hates <laughs> he hates to be bathed. So I yeah. sat and I had to take the dog and put him in the shower and you know do the business. Then he came out nice and clean and then we're good. So you know this is what happens in my life. Uh, this is just stupid. But <laughs> great. But, but, then let's, let's hear it. Let's talk about it. Even better. Like uh, Elliot, uh, Elliot, who is kind of like the co-writer of the show. Elliot sent me this list, so I just wanted to go over it. And it was uh, the the world's worst names. Now, have you have you guys ever had? Uh... Oh, Sorry, there we go. go Sorry, sound soundboard's up now, Buck. It's up. Uh, and so, have you have you guys ever worked with anybody, or anybody you went to school with, or anybody that just had a horrible name? Well, I don't like, and I feel like it's reciprocated. I don't like people spelling Brian with a Y, huh. and I feel like people that have that Y, they're just a little fucked up. It's like the pussyfied yeah, well, version of yeah, your name. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah, perfect example: Brian Cranston, his yeah. character on Breaking Bad. I mean, that we all know that's actually him because you know and is is he a why he's a why uh, but he's a badass so that makes the why people but he's a fucked up crazy yeah. badass you know what i say <laughs> f f the wise <laughs> f the wise and also i don't like uh uh jeff spelled geoff oh that, yeah that's yeah ridiculous. those guys are always dickheads that's G-E-O-F-F. a o f f those are always assholes the, the yeah. to- toys r us giraffe yeah that's what i was gonna say geoff joffrey also, yeah i got a buddy named jeff with one f yeah, that's cool. It's or, yeah. or Todd with one D. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Quinn with one N. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got Buck Quinn with one N and Todd with one D, and we're bitching about people with yeah. fucked up names. Fuck them. Yeah. I once, when I was in high school, I was in <clears throat> ASB because I was a class president every year. Mentions and it every show. <laughs> every. I mean, it's all downhill from fucking there. When, yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, I was one, one day we had like ID day, and ASB, all the people on ASB or the student council, we all made people's IDs. And so we had to announce them over the loudspeaker. And the, one of the worst mm. things to do is to give a 16-year-old Todd Perry a microphone and a loudspeaker because I'm just in here fucking working. Hey, with, guys, how you doing? Just, <laughs> I'm just working material. Over the whole school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. While everybody's getting their IDs. and so Practicing for Far Out Podcast as a 16-year-old. I knew it was going to come eventually. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking over, and they, they give me the finished laminated IDs, and i got to call the name. And somebody gives me an ID, and I look at it, and I just go, oh, shit. Really? <laughs> Fuck and like, there's that part of you that doesn't want to disrespect somebody, but there's also that part of you that can't let a good joke fucking lie. Mm. Like you got to play that ball, you mm-hmm. know. So I look up, and the guy's name was Robert Dick, 
And so over the microphone, I'm like, <clears throat> Robert. And then the guy immediately saw and then ran towards the thing. He wanted me to not announce his name and make it a thing because yeah. that's like his whole life's problem. Like, yeah. yeah, sure. Robert. And I was getting ready to just hit dick real hard. Just <laughs> hard just, dick. Just <laughs> dick. Yeah. You know, like to really Don LaFontaine it. And it's <laughs> Rob Dick. I mean, yes. He's stealing the dick. <laughs> He's a dick thief. He's like the hamburglar for the penis. What a, the dick what a, robber. What a dick. So I, I hit the dick real hard <laughs> right as he came up, and he just looked at me, and I'm like, sorry, bro. And he looked at me like, I know. What what, what can I do? That's that's my lot. Of now we're Facebook friends. But anyway, so I got this list of a couple of uh, really just horrifying names. And one is there's a high school Spanish teacher somewhere. This name is Merle Lester. <laughs> <laughs> One lucky zombie. It's Merle Lester. Wow. Uh, another one, a, a minister named Tokyo Sexwale. <laughs> Tokyo Sexwale. That's kind of badass. That's right? that's that's cool. really cool. That's almost as good as a uh, Moxie Crime Fighter from Pendulette. You know, all these people. Oh, yeah, his kid. His right? kid is Moxie Crime Fighter. The yeah. people with all these names ha- obviously have are in the wrong profession. They, you know, the uh, Mo- Merle Esther or whatever should. Be like the lead singer of a punk rock band. Oh yeah, like in the Germs. And yeah, the other guy, and, and the other, too. the other guy should not be a friggin' minister. Yeah, he should be a a black exploitation kung fu expert. This what? is Tokyo Sex Wale. <laughs> like, there's a guy on the Raiders named Taiwan Jones, which is one of the most like if you were like a '70s like. Um, what was that movie? Was that movie uh, Black Dynamite? Mm-hmm. Like this is Taiwan Jones. Right. No, I see, I see more of Black Belt Jones. Yeah. That, that was some of my favorite movies. Black Belt Jones. That guy just died too. Uh, Mikkel, uh, Jim Kelly. Yeah. 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 You just you're you're died. ruining my he, world right here. I'm sorry. Oh sorry. Sorry to break the news. Yeah. Uh, two months later. But Black Belt Jones takes on Taiwan Jones. What, what was the guy's name? <laughs> Taiwan Kwali. That'd be awesome. There's a uh, Persian guy I saw on this list. His name was Anas a fat ass. Kind of badass. <laughs> um, Dewana Boner. She's a uh, WNBA player. Wow. Mm. Convicted sex offender, Mr. Love. Nice. <laughs> uh, another guy, uh, he, he was arrested, and this was like a mug shot in the, the list I saw online. The guy's name was Jack Goff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I worked in the schools for a number of years. We'd have cards of every kid's name. You'd get, you know, a Filipino kid named Fuck You, like Fuck You, mm. you know, and, you know, you get kids with fucked up names spelled like Alexis, spelled A-L-E-X-U-S. <laughs> right. You know, A-Lexis, yeah, 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 yeah. you know? So, but the worst that ever happened was uh, I I was thumbing through the cards. I pulled everyone, all the uh, photographers aside, and I'm like, okay, when you get this person, you're supposed to call everyone by their name, you know, see what they're... Don't call this person by their name. It was <laughs> Passion Hooker. The first name was Passion, and the last name was Hooker. Wow. Yeah, mm. so that's a moniker you're getting your whole life. And I remember one lady, her, she actually named her son Doctor. Hmm. Like, the kid's first name was Doctor. That's badass. Isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of like... <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. It's kind of like, you know, yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Like, you're driving a cab. He, he's going to grow up to be a homeless person <laughs> yeah. without a job. I, you know, I Okay, I'm trying to find... A way to phrase this that doesn't sound offensive, <laughs> but I didn't do this. That's a good way to start off no. uh, any sentence. <laughs> so my uh, when I was a kid, uh, my uncle had a best friend named Vince, and he recently died. God rest his soul. And uh, he died looking like Mark Twain and living in the outskirts of Nevada, but in a trailer. <laughs> but Vince, 
Vince had a uh, stepson who was mentally disabled, and his name was Kenny. And uh, so when I was a kid, me and Kenny were roughly the same age. So he, whenever Vince would come by and bring his son, like I'd always play with Kenny, who was always much stronger than me. <laughs> and so, and Kenny, he used to call Kenny the Doc. So the kid was mentally disabled, and he used to call him, "Come here, doctor." Yeah, exactly. And like this guy Vince was a bit of a drug. But come here, doc. <laughs> and like, hey guys, and then Kenny would come over, and then it, uh, and it never really dawned on me that that was a really fucked up thing to refer to a mentally disabled kid sure. as, as the doctor. Right. <laughs> and and so, but you know, one of those things that when you get older, you go, "Oh, that was just wrong." Yeah. <laughs> we had. Hey Todd, go play with the doctor. <laughs> I was I was on a baseball team, and we had um, I I don't know if he was related to a coach, but he was just he, he was a mentally he was I'm sorry retarded is, is that is that the correct term? I think sure. mentally disabled. Mentally, mentally disabled. Slow. I'm sorry. It's fine. But for this was this the was far the, out podcast. This was the '80s, so it was still retarded. Yeah, it's, people were still retarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were still you you got to talk about it in in the proper context. Right, so yeah, he was a retarded kid who would. Basically, BR, you know, he was on our baseball team, but unofficially, chill on the bench, and his name, we all called him Whammer. <laughs> Whammer, I have no idea why, but he was the Whammer. And that just seems... Sounds like the water boy. Yeah, it sounds really bad, right? You can do it! Whammer! Whammer! Come on, Whammer! And Whammer was like, he was just the cheerleader, dude. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Whammer. We had Penny Ernie in our neighborhood, and he just wanted pennies. And so, like, if you saw Penny Ernie, you'd, like, give him a penny. And, like, if you gave him a dime, you'd, like, no, just pennies. What the fuck? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you know, he he, he, he wasn't a uh, econ major, clearly. But <laughs> You guys remember Turkey John from the South Bay, right? You know, the, you know hey, Turkey. The guy rode a bicycle oh, and, oh, around gosh. the beach. Oh, yes. And, and tr- tried to get young girls to go in the water. There was just an article written about him in the Daily Breeze a, wow. a few, couple months ago, and, and the guy's still around, still riding his bike, still... Didn't he have you know, shirts at one point? I, I He was like a, a celebrity yeah, in, he in was. Yeah. South Bay. Hey, I mean, Turkey! Everybody knew who he was. Yeah, uh, yeah John, yeah. Uh, interesting guy. We had a guy that lived... Like, in the neighborhood I grew up in, there was, like, uh, our, 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 our buddy John Wen. He had an uncle... Who looked like like he had survived the Vietnam War? Who was like this Vietnamese guy that used to? He lived in a house, but he yeah. kind of rolled through life like a homeless guy. <laughs> and he would always ride around on a bicycle and collect cans. Huh. And uh, he would just always just roll through the thing. And he had a real weird look on his face. Like the expression on his face never changed. He had very large teeth. Hmm. And my my good buddy Steve's mother's from Mississippi, so she wasn't really known for being appropriate about a lot of things. <laughs> and so she used to call him Ooga Booga. <laughs> Y'all see Ooga Booga run around today? And so that whenever we'd see him, we'd be like, oh, there's Ooga Booga. Right. That was just because when you have like your homeless people, your right. kind of fucked up people in your neighborhood. Crazy they, characters. Yeah, we had like Wolfman was like the homeless guy who lived in the area and Ooga Booga. <laughs> and like I was rolling through my old neighborhood the other day and I saw Ooga Booga still wow. just rolling around on the Ooga Booga is the, the, like the guy, the, the mythical guy that your parents say like, you know, if you don't go to sleep, Ooga Booga is going to get you. Oh, hey. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna steal your cans. <laughs> but we, okay, so I'll finish with this last one. This guy is a uh, high school football player named, he's a linebacker. In Florida, named Luscious Pussy. What? There we go. (laughs) 
It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. Dear Far Out, I was recently dating a woman who was a self-proclaimed lover of big guys. This was awesome since I'm a big guy, and finding someone like her isn't that easy. BBM. Everything was great for the first couple of months until I noticed that she was always trying to push me to eat more food. Oh. A second helping of dinner, an extra slice of pie for dessert, and so I asked her about it and she reluctantly told me she doesn't just like big guys. She likes really large guys. And that I was a little on the small side for her. Mm. After a while, this became too much, and I had to put my foot down because it was incredibly unhealthy, and I was trying to get into better shape. I am now single again. Please tell me if I'm not the only person that gets weirded the hell out by that. Loyal listener, Colin Polly. Yeah. Thank you, Colin. That is weird. I mean, uh, she was enabling him in a way. She wanted him to bulk up. Yeah, be a well, linebacker. Well, she well <laughs> she she didn't want to just bulk up like get like buff and start looking like manly and worked out. She wanted to basically put him in a position where he was so large that he may not be as mobile as previous. Right. And and this is a fetish mm. called feederism. No, I'll be good. Uh, feederism. Yeah, yeah we, when, we talked about this. Yeah. When, yeah. when I was in a, a rap group a while back called the Chubby Chasers, we uh, ended <laughs> up looking up some of this stuff. And it's an actual fetish. And I don't know if Colin knows this, but this is an actual fetish. Mm. And uh, there, there are women and there are men as well that will sit and feed somebody to the point to where they become immobile. And then they can no longer care for themselves. And then that person then lords over and controls them. So, Colin, you really mm. got out of a talk about a bad match.com date. Yeah. Wow. Well, the good, the good news is you can sit and fucking enjoy yourself and, you know, have another slice of pie, have some buffalo wings, drink all the beers you like. You know, my wife, she tells me all the time, Todd, you got to get to the <sighs> gym, you got to lose weight, you got to be mm. healthy, all this stuff, quit chewing tobacco and drinking beer. You know, but right. Colin, this might end up being the greatest woman of all time. Now, if she has a good <laughs> salary. Right. And can keep you in this position and keep you kept and happy. You can sit and play video games and hang out. Sure. If someone wants me to just bulk up and sit around, I'll do. I was going to say send her to me. I'll do. I'm her man. Quinn, you're into that? Absolutely. Quinn, you're (laughs) you're a thin guy. You think? Yeah. And you guys can bring the radio show to me and I'll have a microphone in my bed and I'll wash myself with a rag on a stick. (laughs) That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm seeing you not moving (laughs) at all. Exactly. It would that would be beautiful. Yeah, good times. So, talk about the ultimate codependent this woman is, <laughs> Colin. I really appreciate your your honesty and, and forthrightness for this, Colin. I've I've, I've guessed it on Colin's show before. Shiny objects in space. It was oh, nice, nice. But uh, uh, Colin, I say reconsider this just in case you hmm. might want to enter into something real kinky. Like you think at your current size, maybe the the sex was good. Maybe if you get even bigger, you become more attractive and then things will get even more elaborate. Mm. And you'll start to bring food into the equation. Mm, and like she's putting a, a pizza into your mouth while doing things to your nether regions, right? <laughs> oh, God. Now, is this girl, it doesn't say in there, is she rotund? Well, I don't know. He just said that she was attractive. Like, this would not be a girl that would normally be into him. Hmm. You know, not saying that he's a bad-looking guy. Colin's a good-looking guy. But I'm just saying, you know. So he he was like, wow, I'm really batting out of my league right now. Then, whoa. Yeah, where are all the hot chicks that that dig, like, the either ugly dudes or fat dudes or just some just 
weird looking dudes, you know? Yeah. Where, he where, found a, where a, a are these women? In the rough. He found the one, the keeper. <laughs> the only one. You got to find the chick that loved uh, Rick Ocasek. Who's that? Oh, got, Paulina, yeah, Paulina Pariscova. You got to find the Paulinas yeah, in the world. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, those are the hottest. Or yeah. uh, Howard Stern's wife, uh, Beth. Yeah. All these guys are rich and famous. Yeah, that's that helps. And it's they probably true. have a large wiener. Oh, yeah? I'm guessing. Well, do you think Rick Ocasek is a Rick Ocasek's packing. That's what well, he's saying. You know, guys that are that tall that have, like, giant Adam's apples, you just kind of... <laughs> I don't I'm thinking way too much about this. So guys so, with... Yeah. Wait, wait, let's, <laughs> let's take this apart a bit. So guys with large Adam's apples... You're assuming Quinn also have large wanks. Let's look at why not. You know? It's it's been an experience with transvestites. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, large Adam's apple. You and know transvestites have, have, have large wieners. Do they? From what I hear, yeah. <laughs> so what what I've heard it, you know, I've always said, and this goes back to the last show I did, that the number one thing when you go on a date with a woman is check for the Adam's apple. Sure. No, ma- no matter what. You know, it's just like it's just like a preliminary thing. It just like, never occurs to me. It's part yeah. of the dating process. It's like I, I, I go on good faith. Some guy, <laughs> no, you can't, Quinn. You can't take it on good faith, bro. Uh, you know, I, who knows how many men I've dated? Right. Some people. <laughs> some people look at the wedding ring. You're looking at the neckline. I'm looking at the neckline. Yeah, you're what at you the do neckline. is, even if it's not obvious, what you do is you have to find some reason. Maybe present her with a necklace. Mm-hmm. Usually, then when you put the necklace around her, just touch. And if she has an Adam's apple, then you need to you need to rethink your the game. The thing is, there are women that have protruding Adam's apples, and they're they wo- have penises. They're not women. Well. They're women with tails. <laughs> they're well, women that have tails. Yes, yeah? yes. Mm-hmm. People Pre- have tails. Prehensile tails. Yes. Have you dated any women like this? Uh, if I did, I would marry that woman. I've, I've met women with issues, <laughs> but not tails. Right. All right. Well, let's see what else we got here. We got another piece of listener mail here. Todd and Buck, how are we doing? Hey, what's up? I'm a grown-ass man in his mid to late 30s who stands six feet tall and weighs approximately 195 pounds. I was recently faced with the challenge of having to scale a chain-link fence for the first time in decades. Good God. The fence in question was in, the na- in my neighborhood, and it was 12 feet high. Now, I try to stay in shape. At the very least, I do push-ups and s- sit-ups er day. So when it became evident that the only thing standing between me and my 2000 Toyota Solara was this weak-ass fence, I puffed up my chest and unleashed Buck's catchphrase, fuck that noise. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Look at this. And hey, girl, you with it? In an unabashed salvo that would bring Andre the Giant to his knees. Uh-huh. Like a foolishly eager World War II infantryman about to storm the Pacific sands of Okinawa, I hurled my backpack and lunchbox over the fence, understanding that in doing so there'd be no turning back. Yeah. With the help of a primal scream, I attacked the fence with reckless abandon. It's really, really well written. Yeah, I was good. just thinking yeah. that, yeah. We have really smart listeners. <laughs> uh, cl- and uh, and, and I, I got at it like an American bald eagle with its talons into a slippery big mouth rainbow trout in one of nature's most... Impre- wow, this is really... Yeah, what the hell? This, wow. guy, this guy's auditioning. What is your major malfunction, nub-nuts? This guy's auditioning. He wants to be I think a, so, yeah, a writer yeah. for <laughs> the show, for the far out podcast. He's trying to impress you with his vernacular. <laughs> I, I, you know, hey. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed to use it. Yeah. I, I think he's trying to kiss my ass in a, by using my catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just throwing that in there just to pepper it in. In actuality, I'm a, I actually look like a pathetic geriatric desperately <laughs> seeking to free a senior's compound. Jesus. Crawling and writhing towards my backpack. With many a bruise. And I realize that in a dark moment, I'm just too old for this shit. Right. So please tell me you guys have experienced some similar age-related <laughs> epiphany that filled <laughs> your soul with traumatic horror that I felt. Thank Man. you. 
Hey, Su- hey uh, Jesse Navarro Esquire. Oh, very good. Listener wow. Jesse. Now, have you guys done that? Like, recently, okay. <clears throat> when, when I got back from India, I was trying to get in the garage because the garage door opener broke, True. and I locked the garage door because I was going to be gone for a while. So in the back, there's a window, and I had the guy who was coming to fix the garage door open it, and so I had to, uh, to, to scale about, about seven feet up and get through a window. Hmm. And it wasn't so hard getting up there, but I realized the small muscle reflexes now as a 36-year-old man <laughs> sure. in getting through the window and like landing, and like it wasn't as smooth hmm. as when I was 17 or right. when I was 25. And I was like... <laughs> and then your, just di- your dismount looked like you were having a seizure or something. Yeah, he was like... And I almost like took a header... And then a couple times I had to break into my house because I, I forgot the keys and like really like I'm like I'm more apt to now spend money to get somebody to open it than to do it myself. Wow. And I like I actually go to the gym these days a couple days a week and I feel more physically fit than I have since mm-hmm. I was like a teenager. Right. But still there's some stuff that time cannot defeat and that's that small muscle reflex your nerves acting right mm-hmm. and you know i feel like if i, if I played catch right now with like a 15 year old dude like he would just hit me in the nose with the ball and it's like oh you know you're but, down for the count yeah. yeah have you guys tried doing anything athletic recently and it just really failed i've found that unfortunately remember in high school quinn yes i was president yeah of, a, of one or two things much like rushmore you know, I was I was kind of like the Rushmore bishop. One or two, things. one or two things. One of them being the bowling club. Oh right, right, right. Remember, I was president. I was going to say you weren't student body president. No, I was not. They, they, you they tried because of grades. He won. I was, I was the student body. He president. won, but he didn't win. Right. If you know what I'm it, saying. It, it, it was during Ross Perot's all that bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, unfortunately, in my old age, I went bowling recently, and after a, a night of bowling, I was tired. <laughs> Like I broke a sweat. I broke a sweat. I broke a sweat wow. bowling, and I'm like, well, this never used to happen. And bowling's a fat guy's sport. I know. And then, like <laughs> after know? the day after, Fred, I w- Fred Flintstone bowls. You know? I was literally like, like I did a sport the day before. Like, oh, I'm, I'm cramping up. Oh, <laughs> My toe. Oh, it's from the bowling. You know. And now that I'm old. Bowling is a sport to me now. Like it's it, before, I used to just do it. You know, mm-hmm. I was the worst bowler on the bowling club, but I was the president of yeah. it. You know, and I used to do uh, my signature moves, like the Running Man, where mm-hmm. I'd literally go to the entrance of the bowling place, run all the way up, and then just throw my ball. Wow! Yeah, that was quite the move. Now, but see, you- that was physically exhausting. Wow, that's I can't that's, do that now. That's sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just sad. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I do do not try and take any type of proactive thing to try and stay in shape at all that makes me feel a lot better i just live life (laughs) quinn you have anything you know i am a man who knows his limits Ah, and 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 i stick to those limits and i'm realistic about them i never try to go beyond them because i know it will lead to failure and i like to consider myself a winner you never heard the song push it to the limit (laughs) hell no come on you don't believe no push it to the limit push it to your push it to your limit and then stay there because know your role you will feel like a god at all times oh so okay so you just you just don't look any possibility to fail right on the athletic field quinn in any area of my life (laughs) and anything would you would you find yourself at this point in your life maybe you uh 
should push it in certain ways, but not you're not at afraid all. Of right. I I am 100 successful in everything I do, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's because of this this uh, this idea your, of not pushing your track record past is, my limits. Unscathed. It's it just, is. It's just flawless. Yes. Yes. So you feel like you reached perfection at a certain point and decided to not fuck with it. It's Nirvana. You're like Hershey's <laughs> chocolate. Like they got the shit right in 1920. Not gonna change. Don't not gonna change the branding on any of it. No. No. There's no need to fuck with it. Yeah. Final email. Oh. And and this comes from a listener, Sean Bazzini. Really, y'all need to stop putting good podcasts online. <laughs> too many. Good okay. Pod- yeah. <laughs> Of course, I read this one. <laughs> there are too many good podcasts, and I feel there's a bald spot showing up where my headphones rest on the top of my head. And it's not just far out. Oh, boy. Well, okay, so we're doing good. Okay. But it's low-budget FM, I'm forever linked, and all the others out there that are causing this balding. Hmm. And I say this, Sean, as a bald American, a proud bald American, bald is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, he could try the earbuds and and not have the thing on top of his head, and yeah. the problem would be solved. Or just wear a hat, and who cares about the bald spot? He's got podcaster monk disease. I'd be more concerned with going deaf from you know <clears throat> the constant noise being streamed into now, my is that, ear hole. Is that a cause of baldness? Because I always thought that Jewish people, like by wearing the yarmulke, they were kind of like <laughs> hastening, you know, <laughs> kind of hastening being bald. Well, Does I, it lead to baldness? No, I happened? think it's the auto, uh, opposite way. Actually, it's if you are Jewish, you wear the yarmulke more often to hide the bald spot. Mm. Like you suddenly get more Jewish because of you're going bald. So your <laughs> your level of Jewishness goes up with your level of baldness. <laughs> your Hasidicness and, goes up. Yeah. And then if you get so bald that you eventually go to that like <laughs> pillbox hat that like the Nation of Islam wears, oh, so awesome. You go to that. You become a Nation of Islam after your Judaism, even though it's kind of contradictory. You do that just to uh, you know. I'm looking for a good religion that can make my baldness socially acceptable. Hmm. Oh, there's tons. Yeah, Gandhi. Come yeah, on, man. Or yeah. uh, Islam, you can shave your head and be ba- be bald. You know, shave what what little hair you do. Have. But I can't, I can't grow a beard. <laughs> Quinn is the problem. Oh right. well, I I don't think that's a problem either. You know, you can just grow whatever wires will. Bro, he's, he's no Cat Stevens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, I was. He's not be Yousef, 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 Yousef Islam. I always feel bad for the the Islamic guys that can't really bust the the robust beard. I feel like mm-hmm. they'll never make it to the top of their religion. Like you can't mm-hmm. be a uh, what are they what are they called an, an ayatollah with a shit beard? Right. It means that God was like, yeah, well, you're going to be a lesser congregant with that kind of beard. But if you can grow a full fathom Man, beard, you can go much further. I've seen some. Jew Jewish beards. That, <laughs> I've seen that. some Jew beards. <laughs> that would fucking kill wow. you. Wow, wow, Queen. Yeah, no. Oh, I've seen some no. Jew beards out there. <laughs> thank you everybody you look for like listening. A lantern. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Farrell Podcast. Buck Perez. Hey, thank you. The mighty Quinn. Thanks, and I apologize to anyone I may have offended. Yes. 